Okay, I think we're live, eh? Yeah, bro. Uh, yep. There it is. Yep. Sweet We're on. few people on oh man they've probably been waiting for ages sorry people yeah oh. yeah can you hear me <clears throat> yeah, oh man they've probably been waiting for ages sorry people yeah <laughs> oh. it's changed strictly they rage yeah yeah oh i didn't even have the man on facebook sad <laughs> <laughs> Take me and I'll take him. Yo. Yep. It's Jake Strickland, eh, Ray? Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing, uh, I'm hearing, uh, what do you call it? Uh, echo. Take me and I'll take him. Yeah, it's coming from the bros, remember? Because he doesn't have his ear. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All Is good. that me? Yeah, I can hear a bit of feedback, brother. But all good. Cool. Hold on, I'll try to fix that. All right, uh, what's going on, everyone? While we um we had a few minor uh, technical difficulties, mate. But uh, what would the podcast be without a few technical difficulties here and there? So uh, we just started learning how to use, uh, you know, computers and stuff. So we much prefer to talk smack in real life to each other. So. Thank you for being patient. Um, before we get into it today, welcome to everyone who's jumped on the stream. Father Mark, uh, Ladi and Ja, what's up? What's up, Big Fred? Uh, Mon's on too. Hi, Titi. What the, how's it going? Hope you're doing well. for a few more people before we get into it um but yeah just to give it, uh, this podcast a bit of context you can see the boys in their gears <laughs> uh, this week is uh, cook island's language week so we we decided to uh kit up and uh yeah should be um good potty just wait on the bro but yeah thank you for everyone who's joined in hope you have some questions ready for us um it was another good week of uh Rugby this week. Uh, a lot of close matches too, so wait for a few more people before we get into it. Yeah. But uh yeah, I'm liking everyone's party or shirts. Um is that, is that Gucci TJ or is that Prada? <laughs> is that um oh, what's the brand back home? Well, I forgot the band. What's the is that Marico? Or is that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, sent by the local families or 
<coughs> and apologies to all those who um what do you call it are waiting on the building empires page sorry or oh, maybe i wonder if he's able oh no you can't eh? damn we're just whoever comes on comes on yes Joe Clays, good to see you, mate. Colin, hope he's well. We ready to go, boys, or what? Yeah. Sup, Jacob, all the way from across the ditch in New Zealand. Welcome. I think we'll get started, eh? Everyone's here. We're all ready to go. Okay. So, uh, G'day, g'day everyone. Welcome back to the Building Empires podcast. Um, before we get into today's episode, it's going to be a great episode. Um, and uh, as you can see, the boys are wearing their gears. It's uh, Cook Island's language week, so we thought we'll all chuck on a party or shit. Um, yeah, so uh, before we get into today's episode, let's roll that intro. Let's go. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Shout out to everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Building Empires podcast. I'm your host, Chase. You ready to cook some shit or what? Let's go. Put <laughs> <laughs> the lead on the claps, eh? <laughs> Maybe too much beers. Anyways, g'day, g'day, everyone. Welcome back to the Building Empires podcast. It's good to have you here. Um, before we get into today's episode, I want to introduce our special guest. Actually, I'll let TJ introduce our special guest. <laughs> so tonight we have uh, one of the boys, uh, one of the boys from New Zealand by way of Sydney. Uh, he's one of the, he's probably our, our first Warriors supporter. And uh, he goes by the name of Raymond, Raymond Few, or is it Apele now? I don't know. I don't know what last name you're carrying these days. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is Ray. Ray's one of the boys from New Zealand. He's a diehard, um, diehard Warriors fan, diehard Kiwis fan, loves, um, just loves everything footy. So it's good to have you on, my bro. Thanks for having me on, boys. Um, don't have a special guest as the right way, but you'll I'll take it. So, boys. <laughs> yeah. uh, must be hard being a Warrior supporter, eh? These past couple of years, or you're all right? You've been happy. I don't know, bro. Every year I'm like, like I know, like I don't know about other dudes, but I know that everyone's like always mocks us about it. But every year I'm optimistic, bro. I'm like, bro, this might be the one. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> a good way to stay. Well, if you had Stacey Jones, maybe. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> welcome to everyone who's jumped on the live stream. Um, as I said before, it's Cook Islands Language Week. So, kia to all the Cook Islands out there. Uh, we're pretty plastic, eh? So, we don't really know our language besides Aotearoa. Uh, so, um, <laughs> we might ask. Maybe he can uh, teach us a few words later on in the episode. Um, and uh, I guess let's get into today's episode. So before we start, um, we'd like to reveal our name. So we had um, a few, uh, what do you call it, requests or like suggestions on what the name could be, and uh, we've uh, we've ended up deciding on going with six again. So it kind of rolls off your tongue too. So from uh, next week's episode onwards, um, the episode will be called Six Again. So be like welcome to another episode of six again with the boys that kind of rolls off the tongue and um i think it has a great meaning you boys like their name like six again or what are your thoughts on it i think it deserves a poor cut of cut of mine yeah? oh yeah you want a poor cut of cut of mine yeah why not why not why not what does poor cut of cut of mean again it means clap oh yeah nice yeah i, I like it what about you teach 
Yeah, bro. I'm good. Nice and simple. What do you eat, Ethel? You like it? Oh, yeah. I just came up with it on the top of my head. Yeah, just trying to remember, you know. Taking the credit card. <laughs> wow, the team game, mate. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's all right, pretty good. Yeah. And what do you think of the name, right? Do you like it? Six again has a nice I like ring it to it because I don't know, not to add layers to it, but bro, like the weeks, the weekend's gone, and then it's kind of like we're running, we're running the weekend back. So it's like a six again, go it again. So I like it, bro. I like it. Yeah, I couldn't have said uh, it any spot better. On, bro. Spot on, spot on, spot on. Nice. Um, let's go through our tips. So, um, how do we go this week, um, guys? I'll start with you, Teach. How'd you go? So I got six, six out of the eight. Uh, you know, I those damn warriors, as we were saying before, and uh, <laughs> the the bloody roosters. But we'll we'll talk about that game when we get to it. So, uh, so yeah, so six, six out of the eight, bro. Nice, bro. Ethel, how'd you go? Oh, so this was my my worst week to date so far. Only got four out of eight. You know, fifty percent. You know, it's not it's not too good, but you know, things happen. A lot of games mm. weren't close, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. What about you, Kura? Uh this week seven out of the eight, mate. Only nice. the Warriors letting me down. Nice, nice. Good, good, man. And uh, me, I'm the same. Got seven two. Ray, how'd you go? Oh, you know, I went boys. Uh, Told the boys off off when we went live. We're eight from eight. Uh, the Warriors came through. Uh, so I blame the Tigers more than I blame the Warriors for you guys. And I'll just get, run through our totals quickly. So we have Kudos still in the lead at 58. I'm one length behind at 57. And then Atho on 50. And then TJ coming from behind at 46. So it's not a bad. I, I reckon we're tipping well over five per, um, per round too. So it's not too bad. Mm. Uh, cool. So let's go with our game of the week. So there was uh, a lot of uh, really um, tight games this week, I guess. You could call them nail biters. Um, I didn't watch a lot of games, but the boys have. And we decided that our game of the week was um, the West Tigers and the Warriors game. So uh, I'll let you talk about it, Ray, since you uh, – did you attend this game? Yeah, I attended the game. Um, I don't know how much uh, the Sydney Cricket Ground holds, but um... – there was an awesome crowd there, a full 2,473, I think it was. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> Better than nothing. We can't even go to a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but everyone had a hard laugh when they announced, you know, close to the end of the game, they announced the, the attendance and um, everyone had a pretty hard laugh. But no, it was good. It was good. Um, different. I was actually, a lot of the boys, so some of the boys I went with um, just enjoyed that. There was no lines, no lines for food. Nobody, like... No spill alcohol everywhere when you're into the toilets, toilets are clean. You don't have to step over people's purse and stuff. So, no, it's good. Did, um, did you just have bro. to like secure your tickets or just people never bought tickets to the game? Or, um, because it was the Warriors, I think people just didn't buy tickets. Eh? So, like, um, <laughs> so actually, um, we got to the game and, and the guy that organized all the tickets and stuff, he forgot to buy extra ticket. But like that's how like like that's how empty it was. He just bought a ticket outside the stadium on that spot, like oh, online, true. and just we just went in. Oh, and nice. We just sat anywhere. No one was even checking. Oh true. man, did you just have to social distance or now? Um, they had people coming around, so basically, whoever you shut up with the, to the game with, those are the people you could sit with. Um, but no, it was good, bro. It was good. Like um, 
the crowd, like, you, I don't know if you guys can hear, hear on TV where they still have that fake noise and stuff, but it's still a pretty good atmosphere. He's always Tiger supporters. Um, oh, man. The only funny thing is that if you're a player, you can hear all the crowd sledge in there, like, it echoes through the stadium, bro. <laughs> and like, it's, it's crazy because if, if nothing's happening, it's super quiet. And then um, you just hear like a bogan, like some bogan Australian up in the yeah. crowd somewhere going, get him on side ref. It goes through the stadium, it's cracking. Did you get a few uh, sledging in there yourself? Oh, facts, bro. With 10 minutes to go, I got up and told all the West Tiger supporters, I was like, bro, it's a cold night. You guys catch the early train, catch the next game, be nice, be home nice and warm. <laughs> man it must be good to say that at least once a year eh? Bro, it was, it was, the funniest thing was um it was a the, i think i'm pretty sure the Maori families didn't sit far away from us um but naturally they're loud so they started singing um na 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 like real loud like na 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 yeah and every warrior supporter in the stadium just uh, all started singing it it was great yeah. it was good that's <laughs> I think we're all jealous here because we're all in Melbourne. <laughs> Everyone's restricting. And these boys, oh, well, me and Arthur go to the Storm games. We have to take these boys with us if they want to come, but they never want to come <laughs> to watch our team. So, yeah. Um, what about the actual game, though? So, did you reckon, um, oh, what do you reckon of like how the Warriors went on the weekend against the Tigers? Anyone, bro? TJ? I actually didn't catch this game, eh? Uh, I had penciled it in to watch it, but uh, <laughs> I actually, um, I actually didn't get around to watching it. But I can't remember why I didn't watch it. But sorry, man, I didn't watch the game, so I'm gonna have to handball this one to Arthur. <laughs> I think I watched, I watched most of the first half, not much of the second because I was like doing something and watching the game at the same time. <laughs> But now uh, <laughs> no, the Warriors improved a lot. Like their forwards played hard, you know, def- they defended well. I think uh, Daz Tavanga he played a great game. So yeah. like his stats the other day, like he put up good numbers in that game. Peter Hiku got a few tries. I didn't see when Harry Grant went off. I don't know if that, you know, what contributed to the loss. But you know, good on the Warriors for winning the game. Yeah, nice, bro. Akura, did you catch the game? Yeah, I did catch the game. It was a pretty good game. Um, the Tigers had an early sniff in the first half. Um, scored a couple of tries, probably a few lucky ones as well. Um, but the Warriors end up switching on after after half time, and uh, I feel their experienced players end up stepping up to the plate, like Peter Hiku, uh, Tori Harris, as well as uh, RTS, and um, they end up finishing off the game pretty well, man. Mm-hmm. Nice, bro. Uh, Ray, bro, what, 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 what did you think that the Warriors did different this week in order to get the biscuits over the Tigers? Oh, bro, um, I was sitting there, like, to be honest, after 10 minutes, about 15 minutes, when uh, the Tigers went up 8-0, I was like, oh. I was like, it's going to be another tough night at the office. <laughs> um, but no, but I think what the boys did really well, uh, Tohu was massive through the middle of the field. Uh, Tohu was massive. Um, and then, for whatever reason, Jazz just started offloading everything, even if he wasn't in yeah. a good position. But but it sparked if, like everyone was kind of like, oh, let's 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 give it a jam, and everyone just um, went back to Warriors like Warriors footy, like throwing the ball around, just giving it a go. And like, but I think the biggest thing was um, about ten minutes after halftime, I noticed that the West Tigers um, forward pack like was was starting to walk back, 
and I was like, oh, we might we might be getting over the over them here in the ruck. Oh another, yeah, another foot. Yeah, the foot pack were too. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know if the because the West Tigers got a solid foot pack. They're like mm-hmm. Josh Shalloway's having a massive year, and a few of the boys are having massive years. But for whatever reason, like just switched off like in their second half, and then the Warriors got in front, and then it was kind of it was a momentum thing, and then West Tigers never got it back. Like the Warriors, once they got up by ten points, like you could feel, you could even like I could feel it. I was like, oh, this game's done. Like I was like, yeah. it's done, bro. These guys are not coming back. And yeah, Piru Piru was massive, bro. JC boy coming through for the Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> we breathe them, bro. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, so we oh. breathe them real, bro. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, it's always good to see the Warriors get a uh, get away with the win. That's our most of our second favorite team. So yeah, sh- shout out to the Warriors. Good game. Okay. Hopefully, you get the biscuits this week too. But we'll get into that. Um, our players of the week. So I'll go with you again, Teach. Who's your player of the week? Uh, player of the week for me was AJ the Brim Brimson, uh, coming back from injury. He played um, played really well this week. It was like he hadn't missed a game, to be honest. Um, you know, he was doing things that he did last year, uh, showing us um, what what sort of talent he is. Uh, he was unlucky to get a try, especially the one that Dale Copley set up. Um, and that was you know, that was a bit of a controversial call there, but it is what it is. But um, yeah, man. Um, AJ Brimson, player of the week for me, man. Nice, bro. While we're on that, what did you think of that call? Anyways, like, uh, why didn't you agree with it? Oh, look, it's... For me, uh, when I was watching the game, I thought it should have been a penalty try straight away because um, Tedesco actually took him out, took him out without the ball. Yeah. Um, we are, I guess uh, the ref... I mean, we can we can call it what we want, but the ref saw something different. And I guess in a way it worked in our favor because um, not long after that, something similar happened, but it was in reverse and the ref didn't award the penalty try, he just gave a penalty. So, um, you know, it, it was just one of those things that should have happened. But again, you know, the ref saw something different to, to what I saw when I was watching the game. It was good to see Brimson back that way. Oh, it's definitely, man. Definitely. <laughs> get a nice. job in the bunker to you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get a call to. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, we'll talk about the Roosters game later. <laughs> um, before we continue, shout out to everyone on the live stream. Shout out to Nate, uh, Nathan, Brownie, uh, Adrian, Rangi Obadiah, Cookie Prince. I don't even know who that is. Anyways, oh, Eric and Nelson. Thanks for jumping on the live stream. Uh, Atho, who was your play of the um of the week? Uh, my play of the week. Came came up in the first game, Cody Walker for the Rabbitohs. Yeah, yeah, like they were down, like the Dragons. I think they got to an early lead. They scored three tries. You know, the Rabbitohs were under the pump. Then Adam Reynolds got injured. You know, with Reynolds going off, I thought, like, you know, they might struggle and attack a bit. But he stepped up and he got them back in the game along with the Trial Mitchell as well. He scored two tries. He had a hand in most of their other tries. And he just you know, bring them back to win that game. And I thought that was a strong performance from him, seeing as Reynolds went off early and he just controlled the team, took over and got the dub for them. It made it, it even better because um, it was the Indigenous round too. So uh, I guess yeah. all the Indigenous boys, most of them turned up um, all their round. Uh, Kura, who's your player of the week, my bro? Yeah, I have another returning player, uh, a player that's come back from injury and that's um, the centre the Broncos, Miss Tony Staggs. Uh, I thought 
uh, this week, uh, it felt like he never left the team. He kind of picked up from where he left off and uh, he played really, really well this week. He was able to get uh, two meat pies and have a couple of line breaks and tackle breaks. But he also did pretty well on defense. And um, uh, I guess, in my opinion, it was a pretty um, over, uh, good overall game for him, uh, especially returning back from injury. Yeah, bro. And um, not many people know, but he, they, he says he's Tongan, but he's actually Rarotongan, so he's from the Cook Islands. Yeah, it's uh, on the DL, though. He doesn't like to express it a lot, is but that, yeah. Is that legit? Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. Bro, <laughs> right, you know us, man. We'll claim anybody that's, that's got a little bit of Cook Island in them. I don't know, like John Olomu, <laughs> Jason Tomalolo. <laughs> <laughs> But um, nah, he it, like I hate as much as I hate the Broncos. He's like one of my favorite Broncos players at the moment, aside from Alex Glenn and um, Payne Haas. But yeah, I, I love the way Katoni Stacks plays. I wish he was at the Storm. Anyways, um, and uh, oh, how about you, bro? How was your uh, who was your player of the week? Um, I had the same player actually. Um, I thought he was massive in terms of um, just even the intangible stuff like. Um, the commentators would like mention the hard, but like uh, he made a play. Like oh, what's his name? The winger for the Sharks. Anyway, the winger for the Sharks goes into the corner. But before that, I'm like, all right, this is a try. Or that, or or yes, like these kind of things being tried. The man gets over there, makes a play at the ball, but just his re just his reaction to stopping the try. It's, it's those little things that kind of got the boys like. It was good seeing the Broncos back to who they were. Um, it was a real good back and forth game um, until the Sharks scored uh, three late tries and put that game away. But I thought he, um, like in terms of like what he brought uh, to the team, um, was massive for them. I reckon if he wasn't playing, they would have got smashed again. It was like yeah. simple. It was, that's how good he was. And you're right. He has been the difference in that team. They've been missing a, a bit of strike power. And like you said, he can just make a play at anything, defensively or offensively, so... Yeah, bro. Shout out to you, Katoni Staggs. I'm claiming you as a cook owner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, for me, uh, my play of the week was uh, Ryan Pappenhausen. He was a man on fantasy. He got 62 points. Uh, he got a try, one line break, seven, um, uh, what do you call it, tackle boss, which is good for a fullback. And he ran for over 248 metres. And he also collected two ankles too, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Still looking for them. Yeah, he's still looking for them. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, oh man, he had a great game. Uh, he had a great game, and when he does play good, um, the Storm uh, can get around them. And even though we lost Cam Smith like earlier in that game, um, all the boys still got around. And yeah, I just think uh, he's showing early signs of a of a Slater-like um, player. And he, I think, he shows like a little bit more quickness. So it's going to be uh, interesting on how we use that to uh, make the Storm better. I don't know if we can get any better, but yeah, that uh, that leads me <laughs> <Okay>. into uh, <laughs> that's our uh, players of the week, and that leads me into a hit or try of the week. So I'll, I'll start off first. It's when Ryan Pappenhausen collected uh, Caleb from his ankles. That was my try of the week. <laughs> Even though there was a lot more like sophisticated tries like that happened during um, this round, that one just got to me. No one Caleb Ponga is Caleb Ponga, if that makes sense. So yeah. Um, that was my try of the week. It was a great try. TJ, what was your try of the week? Uh, try of the week for me was the one that was set up by Dale Copley for Anthony Don. It's the one that um, that we were talking about before where Tedesco took out AJ Brimson. Um, not so much the scoring of the try, but the actual setup 
for the try. So the break, um, that break down the right hand side there. And, you know, if you, you know, the Roosters, the Roosters are one of those teams that you hardly get a break on. And for the Tigers to open up that defense and actually get the runaway, that was, that was pretty massive for me. So um, big ups to Don for that try, but um, more so the, uh, the setup for the try is what I was looking at. Nice, bro. Uh, Athel, what was your hit or try of the week? So my try of the week was uh, the try the try Mitchell's try, the Rabbitohs Dragons game. I forgot what happened in the play before, but he had the ball in the middle. He just shifted it, long ball out to the wing to Alex Johnston. He gassed it on the wing, put in a kick. Yeah, even that kick, like that kick, it didn't bounce well for I think it was Cody Walker who was um, chasing that ball first, yeah. but for the try to give that pass to Johnston, then follow up on the chase, get the kick at the end and score the try. Yeah, for me, that was, you know, that was a massive effort for him and for his team at the time they were playing as well. So, yeah, that was my try of the week. And, and again, like uh, he showed what the Indigenous boys can do and what they do when it's their round. It's like when the full moon comes out, like, you know, the boys play harder. Um, he's also also showing like glimpses of what he can do in fullback too. Alex Johnson wants to play fullback, but, you know, they've chosen to go for Latron Mitchell, and I think that he's just only going to grow and get better as the rounds go on. Um, 2021, we might see, like, a you know, a more relaxed, calm, and maybe he can create more time for himself in the fullback with Latron Mitchell. Uh, Kura, who is your um, hit or try of the week? Uh, the try of the week, it's um, Jake Avrilo, the centre from the Bulldogs. Uh, kind of started with uh, the ball kind of going through the hands and um, uh, to, uh, through to the wing. And um, Avrilo kind of come come around creating an extra man on the edge, having to uh, beat Makasivo on the outside to uh, place it in the corner and mid-air, pretty much. Probably a contender for a try of the year. Possible yeah. contender. It looked crazy as a, like a, almost like Scorpion himself. It always looks good in real time, but rather than slow motion. Yeah, true. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, my bro? What was your hit or try of the week? Uh, I'm going to have to go to uh, to the Warriors game. I'm going to uh, put a hickey second try. Um, dummy dumb, uh, Nofaluma out of his undies and then uh, got over <laughs> the corner. Because they, they sent it up as a no try as soon as we all saw it on the big screen. All the Warriors supporters like, nah, he's got that. So yeah. no, it was good. It was good. Nice. Put the game nice. away too, so. Nice. So yeah, that was our game of the week, players of the week, and our hits and tries of the week. Um, let's get into uh, this week's round. So um, it's looking like a, a funny <clears throat> round. I guess there might be a lot of upsets, or there might not be. Um, I guess we'll go through it. So first game, we got the Roosters and the Dragons, and I'll start at the bottom this time. Um, so, bro, right? Who are you going with, uh, Dragons and the Roosters? Um, I'm just looking at it now. Deciding the Dragons are massive outsiders, but I'm going Dragons. Um, I think the Roosters are overdue for a loss. Uh, they've had uh, two weeks back, like they almost lost to the Warriors, then almost lost to the Titans. Uh, two teams that have flown down at the bottom, and Dragons have been slowly improving. Dusty's playing really well for them, so I reckon they're overdue for a loss. Nice, bro. Oh, man. If anyone can beat the Roosters, man, I'll be happy. So, uh, Kura, what are your thoughts on this, ga- uh, on this game? 
I'm going to actually follow what Ray said. Yeah, I reckon um, the Dragons might actually pull this one off. I know Roosters don't have Flanagan there in the lineup, so that might um, cost them a bit. But, um, yeah, I just think, um, uh, like Ray said, they are due, overdue for a loss. And, um, yeah, usually Roosters um, usually go for a flat patch during um, during the middle of their season. So um, I don't know if it's something that Trent Robinson does every year, but... It's uh, it always seems to happen during the se- uh, middle of the season. So yeah, I think the Dragons will just get over them for this one. Nice. Um, before so we continue, quick, so real quick, oh, yeah, just a real quick question: Does Joseph Manu cook over? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, because yes. um, I was gonna say he got them out of jail two weeks in a row now. Yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> he's like he's like a tennis snake. They just make anything out of. Actually, no, nah, a tennis snake's more like Joey Money. Actually, to be honest. <laughs> um, before, before we continue, shout out to everyone who jumped on the live stream. Man, there's so many people. Bernard, um, Sean, shout out to you, bro. Uh, Willie, Norma, Kuteka, Karo. Man, there's so many people. Welcome to the live stream. Everyone's loving our shirts. So yeah, shout outs. Um, it's Cook Island Language Week, so that's why wearing our party shirts. Um, Atto. What are your thoughts on this match? Looks like everyone's uh, going the way of the Dragons this week. I really, really want to tip the Roosters, but I'm with the boys. I'm tipping the Dragons. And I think, yeah, with their number seven, with him going out, and also in their back row, I looked in their back row, um, they don't have uh, Cordner or Crichton back. So they have, who do they have there? They have Mitch Orbison and Tupanua, so that's a new uh, backline combo that they're going to have to start with. So, yeah, and um, James Tedesco, I think he's been quiet, like, the last couple of weeks. And on the Dragons, I think uh, the backline of the Dragons, they've, I think, out of any team in the combo, I think their backline has grown the most from where they were the start of the year till now. Like yeah. the last few weeks, their backline has just come to life and they're scoring tries from everywhere. They're getting points. <laughs> and I think they can pull off a win. So, yeah, I'm with the boys, Dragons on this one. Cool, bro. TJ, bro, it looks like um, Corey Norm is not in. Do you think this is going to make, uh, make a difference? Yeah, man, definitely. Um, look, I know Flanagan's out for the Roosters. I'm, I'm backing the Roosters on this one. And the only reason why is because um, you look at the injury list, they've probably got one of the most expensive um, injuries out, like, you know, Boyd Corner's done some big money, Victor Radley, and some of those other guys there as well. So in terms of injuries, man, they've got some big some big names out. But that being said, um, we had a conversation about them a couple of episodes ago where we spoke about the injuries and we spoke about the depth that they had in their <laughs> team. So I'm actually backing the Roosters to... Um, Maybe simplify their game plan, not depend too much on the halves, probably just play like, um, you know, smash mouth rugby, just straight up the guts and um, and grind it out. So back in the roosters for this one, man. Nice, bro. Um, for me, I'm going to have to agree with the boys. Um, anytime a team can beat the roosters, I'm going to take it. And I think this might be the the game. Even though Corey Norman's not there, um, Ben Hunt will just slot in there and they've looked, they've put McKenna straight into number nine. So it's going to be sweet. Um, I'm loving the way Matt Dufty plays and I reckon for this game they're going to hit Ryan Hall's, Ryan Hall's side where they always do that long ball that he always does Ryan Hall's been playing trash anyways the whole Roosters <laughs> team is trash so um, yeah <laughs> I'm going um, the way with uh, what do you call it um, the Dragons and I'm actually oh. going to think I reckon it's going to be a 13 plus game 
13 plus. Yeah, 13 plus. Or well, I'm hoping. Even if the Dragons just win, I'll be happy. Um, and you got a few, there's a few shout outs. Shout out to Kuda from Sean. Ronald's on. Sub Rono. Sub Boys. Roosters under 12, he reckons. And he says, Jason, I know deep down you're a diehard Roosters fan. And you take John Michael. Yeah. Wouldn't have thought so, buddy. Wouldn't yeah. have thought so. <laughs> cool. Uh, that moves us to our next game. So we got um, a lot of land. We got uh, Manly and the Warriors. So I'll let you go first, my bro, Ray. What's your thoughts on this match? Uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, Bro, sad to see Green go. Uh, yeah, no, I think the I think Warriors management um, dropped the ball there. Uh, actually, I think they've dropped, been dropping the ball for years. So, <laughs> <laughs> love my team though. Love my team though. Um, but yeah, but it's gonna be interesting. I've been I, I've I've been wanting to see um, Harris Tavita come along. So it'll be good. It'll be good to see him get some game time and see how he goes. Uh, but yeah. Um, Felt sorry for Greeny to see, see him go, uh, but hopefully he goes well over the nights. But yeah, but Manly, actually Manly got some some good players back too, so it's going to be back and forth, but I'm going Warriors. Ten toes down, always. Yeah. <laughs> um, we spoke about it on a previous episode, how much we wanted um, Harris Davida to start and we wanted Blake Green to come off the bench or get, get out of there because uh, we know him from the start. I know him from the storm and I didn't like him when he was playing with us. So I think it might be a blessing in disguise that he went to the Knights for years. Um, it gives more chance for the other players to step up. So um, for this match, I think um, Manly are due for a win, but I think we're going to get another upset. And I usually would follow my gut, but this one I'm just following my not gut. And I'm going to go with the Warriors this week. Um, yeah, I just... The way they played last week, um, the, like the way he's explained, it looked like they might be able to put two in, two on the truck. Um, obviously, they lost um, Blake Green. And also finding out that your coach doesn't want to coach his, it doesn't want to take the head coach. It might, I don't know how that's going to affect them in the sheds. Um, it's not the right time to talk about those kind of decisions, especially like with everything that the Warriors have sacrificed. But um, yeah, I'm going to back them this week and hopefully they can get over, the, uh, over Manly. But if Daily Cherry Evans has a good game, then yeah, it's probably going to be the other way around. So, Kuda, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm going to back uh, Manly this week. Uh, I think Manly will play pretty well back at home. Um, I understand Warriors had a really good game last week, but um, I'm not sure how things are going to go this week with the Warriors. Uh, I'm not saying that the game that they had last week was pretty lucky. I just think that... um, uh, Manly play really good at home and um, with a home game advantage, they should be able to get over the line. Yeah, nice, bro. Um, Atul, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to put on this one. Yeah, I'm going to back Manly. I think they're too strong. They're forward pack, you know. They still have the same pack there. So no injuries there. So they're 100% healthy. Cade uh, Custer's back due to... Um, what is it? Dylan Walker getting injured in his first game back. Well, I okay. think it's. Uh, I think it's. Oh, I, I'm not saying I'm happy that you know Dylan Walker got injured, but I think for Manly, Kate Cuss like Kate Cuss brings more to the team, and the attack looks a lot better when Kate Cuss is in the five eight and not uh, Dylan Walker. But yeah, uh, I think the um, the Warriors. Yeah, they lose. 
Blake Green, they had a good game last week. I think, you know, they might they might put a few tries in this game, but they mainly would be too strong in the end. Yeah, nice, bro. Uh, shout out to everyone on the live stream. Willie, uh, Anthony saying up the bunnies. Tiki uh, is on. Um, got a few shout outs too. So that's <laughs> awesome. And oh, even Rono said, never add worries to your multi. What a sad guy. <laughs> what a sad guy. Should have done that last week, right? <laughs> uh, TJ, what are your thoughts on this match? Yeah, man. Um, well, I'm going to go with Manly on this one. Uh, I. I know the Warriors won last week, but that's that's not enough to, to convince me that they're going to win this week as well, especially against Manly. Manly's got a pretty solid side. so And um, like Kuda said, home ground advantage. They usually do pretty good at home as well, so Manly for the win. They just haven't been able to close out games, Manly. So that's why I think if the Warriors have a good start, they might be able to get over them. And uh, by the way, just off the top, off, uh, off topic, do you reckon Kate Cuss has the biggest ears you've ever seen, like on a rugby player? His ears are like that, like huge man. Like he can hear the winger saying, "Hey, bro, I'm open to you." So yeah, <laughs> must be a uh, must be a manly thing because that's why Steve Menzies wore headgear. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, see, far out. The biggest ears, bro. Anyway, yeah, sorry about that. Ends uh, Stadium, Ends <laughs> Stadium at um eight o'clock. Uh, we got the Rapidos and the Broncos. So I'll stay with you, Teach. What are your thoughts on this match? Oh man, I don't know. This is this is a bit of a tough one for me. So um, I like the effort the Broncos brought in last week. Um, if they if they can play with that same standard, I reckon they'll they'll get one up over the the Bunnies. But at the same time, Bunnies did really well against the Dragons. So for me, this is a tough one, man. Fifty uh, fifty, and I know how much you hate the Broncos. I'm gonna go with the Broncos, man. Well. David Fermin is there. He's back. So yeah. look at their look at their forward pack. It's back to this is the Broncos side minus Darius Boyd um, that we uh, <laughs> that we might love to enjoy. So, Ethel, uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this match? Mm. Yeah, this is yeah. I'm with TJ. This is quite a hard one to pick. It's a bit fifty fifty for me, but I'm going with uh, the Rabbitohs. I think they have the more classier players that can, you know, influence the game and help them win. You know, Latrell's getting better. Cody Walker's played, uh, he was my player of the week, actually, for last week. And Adam Reynolds, he got injured, but he's he's still named, so it looks like he's still going to take the field. Even though the Broncos have uh, Dave Fafita back, you know, that, I don't think that's what they need to win. They need, like, you know, a special halfback or something. But I also have a gut feeling that, you know, it might come to a close game at the end. And, you know, if a feeder, he could just score an individual try and just run out of nowhere. <laughs> and so it's pretty hard to, like, pick this game. But, yeah, I'm going with the Rabbitohs. Nice, bro. Um, um, Kuda, what are your uh, thoughts on this match? Yeah, hard on man this week uh, for that for that game, the Rabbitohs and the Broncos. But uh, I'm just going to back the Broncos. Oh, sorry, not the Broncos, the Rabbitohs. Um, just with without Milf, I know Milf hasn't been playing his best uh, footy uh, this year, but um, I think without him, there's no control. Um, even with uh, David Feeder included in the side, uh, I just can't see um, 
the Broncos running away with this one. So I'm just going to back the Rabbitohs only because they're playing at home for this one. Maybe if Broncos are playing at home for this, I'll probably pick them. But yeah, I think Rabbitohs this weekend. Yeah, nice, bro. And Ray, what are your thoughts on this match? No brainer or what? Uh, <laughs> I think David Fafita is a, a problem, bro. Um, a lot of like, uh, people at the Titans are doing it. They're building a four pack that uh, I think that's massive. But I think David, David Fafita is a problem. And I think if he can get get going, you know, you'll see guys like Jeff and Gowie, they'll start to get going. Pangar Jr. will start to get going. And I don't think. I don't think the Rabbitohs have enough firepower in their four. Like, if those guys can get on the front foot, um, yeah, I, I don't think the Rabbitohs four-pack can stay with them. Nice. Mm. Who am I going to go with? This is a crazy one. Um, I agree with everything that's been said, too. But I might go with the Rabbitohs of this game. Uh, don't think that was a hard choice right. for me, actually. Yeah, exactly. I would, I would never tip the Broncos, bro. I don't care who's playing, bro. They're trash, bro. Broncos, bro. Get out of here. Um, Board though, pack, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I agree, yeah, that, that forward pack is crazy, especially with their feeder back. Um, Patrick Carrigan's been playing out of his skin. And um, on fantasy, like, I have both Payne Huss and Patrick Carrigan in my forward. So it um, doesn't mean anything, though. They're going to lose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'll go with the Rabbitohs, and um, I reckon this one's going to be a close game. So, And the Broncos will need to lift to win. So, yeah, it's going to be a crazy match. Cool. That brings us to Saturday, first game back. I'll let Athol introduce this, uh, this game if you want. Yeah, we have the the game of the week, the Melbourne <laughs> Storm versus uh, Canterbury Bulldogs. <laughs> Bro, 50 plus or what? <laughs> yeah, something about that. I actually think it would be a bit closer. Maybe like 30 plus. You're <laughs> too honest. Yeah. No, but, you know, it's going to be an interesting game. Like the Storm, you know, they have a few players out. You know, Pap's not in the squad this week, so Nico Hines gets a chance at the back there. Also, um... Brandon Smith is starting hooker, so it looks like him and Smith will be out for a few weeks. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they go without, you know, Peps and Smith, because I think for the last, like, month, like, a lot of what they do in a lot of their games, especially, like, without Munster, you know, was always Peps and Smith, like, working together with, like, Jerome Hughes, <laughs> always trying to control the team. But, yeah, I think they're going to miss that a lot, but still think you know we should be able to get the dub over the doggies had a good they had a good game last week against para i don't know if you know para might have just had one of those games where you know they just had to have a scrappy win but yeah doggies did well and yeah hopefully they can do well but you know storm too easy this game <laughs> nice right and tj i hope you don't have an opposite opinion this uh should be a no-brainer uh yeah man no-brainer, Storm. Oh, man. Uh, Kura, what are your thoughts on this match? Yeah, I think uh, Storm will uh, get this one. Uh, just to, even with the uh, the key players that aren't in there with, uh, with Pap and Smith, I still think um, uh, Munster and uh, Hughes mm. will be able to control the game and, um, I guess, organise the team in, on the paddock. Yeah, very easy. And what about you, Ray? What are your thoughts on this match? Uh, yeah, no brainer. I'm going with the best halves combo in the in the comp. So, um, 
yeah, Trim Hughes' crazy underrated song of Young of them. And um, yeah, I think if if the storm get up early, I think Brendan Smith's gonna get the team off to the races, I reckon by 30 or 40. Yeah, bro. And yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. Um, even though, you know, we don't have our star full back there, Nico Holmes has got a chance to prove himself. Um, and then yeah, we got Hectic Cheese in the nine. He's gonna show us why he should be the nine next year, not Harry Grant. Um, but, <laughs> or actually maybe not even Cameron Smith, depending on if he chooses to play on or what. But um, yeah, I think um, yeah, I'm loving this team. Tina off the bench and uh, big Nelson Asafa Salomona, but deadly. So yeah, um, this is going to be a good game. And yeah, like we said, if we get off to a good start, we might see a blowout. So yeah, the storm, man, should be a good match. And that goes to our next game. Uh, we got the Knights and the Tigers. So I'll stay with you again, Ray. Uh, what are your thoughts on this match? Uh, depends on which uh, West Tigers team shows up. Um, looks like the West Tigers have got their um, got their one of their Cook Island All Stars back. Um, BJ Lelo or just Joey Lelo. <laughs> <laughs> I know he plays. For, I know he plays for Samoa, but apparently he's Cook Island. So, um, <laughs> so I hear throw out two shots now, but um, no, the teams both teams look pretty good. Um, I'm going Knights, but. It's like the West, West Tigers got one of those teams. They can beat anyone in the comp. Just mm. depends if they show up or not. But I got the Knights. Yeah, nice, bro. Uh, Kuda, looks like they put Moses Empire in nine for the Tigers. <clears throat> and obviously, both teams have changed their nines over the, the last since the last round. Uh, yeah. Do you think this is going to make a big difference in uh, this game? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how the boys are go- I don't know how the Tigers are going to go, um, go without... Um... Grant being there, Grant's probably been one of their best players uh, this year. So it, it, it's been a toss-up. Like me looking at the lineup, um, it was kind of hard to see who was going to get away with this because uh, both teams have a few uh, players uh, that have been changed or a few changes in the team. And man, it was just a hard one to pick. But I might just go with the Tigers this week and see how they go. Ooh. It's crazy, man. Um, I oh. feel like the Knights had a good start last week, but um, obviously they couldn't capitalise, and I think they might be able to do it this week. After, what are your thoughts on this game? Well, I'm, I'm going with the Knights in this game. I think, you know, Harry Grant out of the Tigers squad is a massive loss. I think he's been, like, you know, the core, the heart of that team for the whole season that he's been there. I think uh, they'll... Newcastle Knights, they had injuries in the hooker department, but now that Blake Green has come across from the Warriors, they can slide Kurtman, the hooker, and that fixes that problem there. You know, um, Jacob Saifidi, he's been big for, you know, the Knights in the last couple of weeks, especially with his brother on the sidelines. So, yeah, I think the Knights would be too strong, but, you know, you never know. The Tigers... They are a team who can come out and, you know, win a game. So, yeah, I'll be going with the Knights. Nice, bro. And uh, what are your thoughts on this match, uh, Teach? I'm going with the Knights on this one. Uh, I think the addition of Blake Green to the team will really help settle that team down. Um, I'm hoping Blake Green comes in and, and does some big things. Um, we've seen what he can do with the Warriors when he's on. Um, I, I like the I like the move. For Kurt Mann going into hooker, I think he plays plays quite well at hooker. 
Um, and then just building off that forward pack that the Knights have, you know, they, they've got quite a big mobile forward pack as well. So um, going with the Knights, probably be a close one, but um, backing the Knights for the win this one. Nice, bro. Uh, just in the comments, just to backtrack, uh, we have a recommendation for a multi. We have Storm to win under 12, uh, Vunivali, first try scorer, and um, Fatala Mariner uh, to any type try scorer. I don't know what it's paying, but I reckon that's a good um, bet since Vunivali um, will be a key focus for that game. Um, and uh, what's, what's his name? What's his first name? Mariner, anyways, uh, has been pretty much scoring. I think nearly a try every game or every two games, and it's the same the same play that they do. He just hits mm-hmm. the hits the line, and uh, he's been getting away every time. So that's actually a good tip. Uh, shout out to everyone who's in the um, the live stream. Uh, so Bolo, Rono, Willie, thanks for the comments. Ishmael Zon Junior, Ali, good to see you. And so, um, who, oh, and then my tip, yeah, I'm just gonna go the Knights. Um, I think they'll get away. Um, yeah, I agree with the boys. No Harry Grant. It's going to be no worries. Um, even though I don't like Blake Green, uh, he might add um, something that they may have been missing um, since they lost three of their hookers. Um, they could have used Phoenix Crossland. I think he still had a good game last week when he slotted in there, but he's a natural half, so I don't know why they didn't just use him instead of getting Blake Green. But anyways, we don't make the decisions. We just criticise them. So <laughs> Heavily, yeah, we have no professional anything, so it's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's our thoughts on that game. Let's move to the last game on Saturday night. It's going to be a blockbuster. I think this game is going to be the game of the week. We have uh, Panthers versus the Raiders. So Panthers are currently first and the Raiders are fifth. Um, there's not much that separates the top and the bottom, um, especially in the top eight. So I'll stay with you, TJ. Yep, um, do you think the Raiders have a chance of beating this red-hot um, Panthers team or no? Nah, no way. No way. <laughs> especially after the performance against Manly. Not a chance, man. Um, Apisai-Kuroisau is back. Um you know, William Kiko was back as well. And what's uh, Nathan Cleary, man, he's just showing why he is one of the best halves at the moment. And we saw that with the game he played on Saturday. Um, even scored himself a try as well. A try that he shouldn't have scored and he kicked it to himself. So, you know, um, just too much, too much going for this Panther squad. Too much power, too much force. And Raiders, not a chance. And Nathan Cleary got 105 points on fantasy last week. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Imagine if you had him as your captain. Um, Atto, what are your thoughts on this match? Yeah, this is this is a tough one. Yeah, I think this will be the, the match of the round. See, Chance is back for the Raiders, so that's good for them. But also, you know, the Raiders, they have a Harvili, a Hukos, because I think Hodgson's out for the year, yeah? Yeah. Gone for the season, so... They're starting off the bench. yeah. And Starling is off the bench. I know it's going to be a tough one. I think, I actually think the forward pack battle, Panthers have the upper hand. But I know for me, like, I think players like Josh Papali, like, when it comes to these big games, like you've seen it when he's played the Roosters, the Storms, whoever it is, like, when the big game comes, you know, he always fires up and at the end, he's always somewhere there and, like, he makes a big influence on those big games that he has. But, yeah, it's just a gut-feeling one. But, yeah, I'm going with the Raiders. And also, I hope they can so the Storm can end up on top of the ladder. So, yeah, that's part of my reason why. So, yeah, Raiders for me. 
Uh, Kura, what's your thoughts on this match? As much as I want the Panthers to lose, I don't want them to lose just yet. Not until the uh, the Storm drop one. <laughs> oh, yeah? So, yeah, so, so we can go apart. <laughs> How about you? Like, like you guys have said already, um, this one's going to be a blockbuster. This one's definitely one of the games that I'm uh, looking forward to actually watching. Um, I'm just going to go with the home, the home team. I think the home um, Panthers play really good at um, Panther Stadium, um, and with the home game advantage, I just think that they'll be too much. Uh, but yeah, definitely going to be a, a battle of the forwards. Um, both teams have pretty strong uh, forward packs, um, and they've been showing that throughout the year. So um, it'll be an interesting match. But I'm going with the Panthers this weekend. Yeah, nice, bro. And what are your thoughts on this match, Ray? <laughs> just going with both teams again. Still 50-50, but I actually think one to seventeen. Um, I think the Raiders got the better squad. Um, I think that the Raiders um, they've had some boys coming late, so Corey Horanara and um, one of the English locks um, just rejoined the team, and so mm-hmm. I think um, last week was a good little get the cobwebs out, and I think I think we're going to see the Raiders go back to a grand final this year. I got the Raiders. It's a big nice. statement. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think um, the Raiders need to do to get over these the red hot form of the Panthers? What do you think? Uh, where do you think the game can be won for them? Bro, I, I think there's so many. Like I was just looking at things. Like it's going to be a crazy game. Um, probably, I reckon it's probably going to be one of the better games that we've had in like the last few weeks. Um, battles all over the place from fullbacks because both of their fullbacks are like I know Chance got heaps of gas last last year. Uh, but both fullbacks are still relatively underrated. And then um, all four wingers, like, can go. Um, now it's going to be battle. The centres are really good. Um, I like Stephen Crichton. He's he's crazy good. I reckon once, once he puts on a little bit more weight and stuff, I think he's going to be a real problem for centres. But no, if the forward, so the, the forward backs are always going to be a battle, but the back line is going to be a good battle as well. So. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Raiders. And the only reason why... Um, is because I agree with what Atul said that uh, we need the Panthers to lose so we can go on top of the ladder. <laughs> That's the I only reason. Packed, I haven't backed them for three weeks because lose. Yeah, true. Wow. Um, I think if uh, the Panthers uh, could ever lose, this might be the match. And um, yeah, just having Corey there and John Bateman back, it just gives the, them a, a new dynamic. Uh, Havili's been playing good, um, and then he comes off, and Tom Starling just. He's like a he's like a more heftier uh, Damien uh, Cook, so he plays uh, like a little bit of, like quick around the rock too. So um, this might be the and it's Jordan Rapana goes back to his natural position, um, and I hope I hope they um, actually get the chocolates this week. So I'm gonna go with the Raiders um, only so we can get onto the top of the ladder. Uh, at the, we have to beat the Bulldogs, obviously. Yeah, that's going to be hard. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the doggies. <laughs> uh, and uh, let's move to our first game on Sunday. So I'll let you introduce this game, Robert. Yeah, bro. So we have the best team in Queensland versus another team from down the road. We have the Titans versus the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm reading this wrong. Is it the Storm versus the Cowboys? or? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we've got the uh, the Titans versus the Cowboys. Uh, back in the Titans on this one, especially because AJ Brimson is back. 
I think Corey Thompson might be coming back this week as well. I, I saw he was um, he's included, but I think he's like in the reserves, so he might be a chance to play. Um, I just I'm just really liking this um this backline for the Titans. I think we finally they're they're finally starting to click. Um, Dale Copley is one of the players that I hated, but he actually did really good last week against the Roosters. Brian Kelly is a beast. I think he's a, an underrated center. Um, just runs hard with the ball, does his job. And yeah, like, I don't know. I'm just really liking this backline. And with the inclusion of AJ Brimson, man, I think they can do damage. Um, just a bit weary of Tom Lola, though. So <laughs> I guess if, the, if they can stop him and stop him from getting, you know, getting a roll on, we might be in with a chance. But yeah, that's how I see it. Titans for the window. Nice, oh, bro. Before we continue, shout out to everyone on the live stream. Paul, David, uh, Jerome, hey, welcome to the live stream, bro. Uh, Bev and Hamza, aka Sam, aka say your real name on Facebook. Stop doing nicknames. Ato, <laughs> <laughs> um, we got the Hammer and Brimson's back. That's going to be a good matchup in the fullbacks. What's your thoughts on this match? Yeah, the Hammer, he's been, he's been doing well the last couple of weeks, but I think, you know, AJ Brimson, I think he has the edge in that battle. I pick him as, you know, the better fullback, you know, seeing him play in the past before he got injured. But yeah, like TJ said, I think, you know, the back line for the Titans has like really come together. Like earlier on the year, they were always like, you know, players out, players in, always, you know, chopping and changing all the time. But now I think they finally find out who, you know, who's their centers are, who their wingers are, who's their fullback, who their two halves are going to be. So their back line looks like they're set and, you know, they're just going to improve. I think, yeah, Jason Tomalola for the Cowboys is massive and, you know, they're going to have to do a big job to stop him and limit his influence. But, yeah, it's 50-50 and I'm feeling I'm, I'm going to back the Titans in this one. So, yeah, Titans for me in this one. Yeah, Kuda, what are your thoughts, mate? Yeah, tough one, man. Tough one. Uh, Queensland Derby. Um, both these teams had um, pretty good games last week. They played two top teams. Uh, both teams played at home, so uh, they had the advantage there, but are unlucky to get their wins. Uh, but they did come close to beating this, uh, the opposition. Um, that's why it's been... Uh, it's a real hard um, decision to make to decide who's going to win this one. But I might just pick the Cowboys this weekend and go against uh, TJ and Otto. And um, I think uh, Tom Malolo might have another screamer this week and um, put on a show. Yeah, bro. Uh, Michael Morgan's back, bro. Ray, what do you think? Uh, do you think it's going to make a big difference in whether they can get over the Titans? Oh, I think he's going to be massive, bro. I think... Um... Just in terms of direction and leadership on the field, I think uh, I think the Cowboys roster is too good to be where they're at on the table. Um, so I reckon we'll come back. Um, I reckon we'll help them around the field. Um, but for none of those reasons at all, um, except for the simple fact that the Titans are trash, I'm going to the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the point. <laughs> yeah. And I like this guy. You want to come on next week, too? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you guys are happy, boys. Yeah. Right. See, it's it's as simple as that, TJ. Um, but I'm gonna actually have to, I'm gonna have to disagree. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Titans this week, man. Um, 
I think I've already backed um, the Warriors and uh, the Raiders, so might as well go with another underdog. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans this match. And, uh, yeah, I hope you have a good game against them. But I think, yeah, Michael Morgan's going to be a problem. Um, they've just lacked the halves to lead them around the park. That's why they haven't been able to finish or get over uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, uh, let's hope that, you know, uh, this team that we spend a lot of time talking about, especially the future team for next year, hopefully they can get the, <laughs> they can get the chocolates this week. And then uh, prove to us that once they add all those other boys coming in next year, Herman Essay, Tino, and, um, and David Fafid, this is going to be a team to watch out for. Cool. And uh, this moves us to our last game of the week. I'll let you introduce one. Uh, introduce it to Kura. Yeah, bro. It's uh, the Canola Sharks versus uh, the mighty Parramatta Eels at uh, Shark Park. Uh, should be a good game. Uh, obviously, I'm going to pick my team, the Eels. Uh, the Eels have been pretty uh, scrappy the past couple of weeks uh, uh, since their their loss against the uh, uh, their Sea Eagles. Um, hopefully, uh, the boys can probably try and get some um, um, some go forward going this week, man. Uh, I, I know we've had some pretty scrappy starts in some of the past games, and last week we showed that um, we're getting better at the start, but. Um, Last week, we did have a poor finish in the second half. And I thought um, in the earlier stages of the season, um, our second halves have been probably the best. But, um, yeah, hopefully um, Parramatta could do um, pretty well defensively because uh, Sharks are, um, do have their um, the half with the most tries in their team. So um, if we can stop him from uh, throwing out some of those balls to some of their try scorers, then we will definitely have this one in the bag. Yeah, nice, bro. Um, before we continue, shout out to everyone in the live stream. Molly Polahu, oh, we've got a shout out. With, it says, Oosh, looking mania, the bros. I think they're talking about our tops. Let's go, yeah. Cowboys. Tui, come on, might be serious. Shout out to you, <laughs> to Mumsy. And uh, Paulie's going for the Sharks or the win. Um, where was I? I was at Kura. We'll go back up to the top. So, TJ, uh, what are your thoughts on this match? Bros. Gotta back the Sharks, man. You know, you know the Sharks are like my dark horse team. Uh, I know they're coming up against the top of the ladder, but man, the way hey, they played the last week. They're not the top week, of the ladder. Come on, man. Oh, well, <laughs> between you and the song, <laughs> between Para and the song, Para's high. Oh, same point, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, nah, definitely backing the Sharks. Uh, there's just something about the team that I like, and I think they they will play better than Para. Nice, bro. And Anthony, I can see the look in your face. It looks like you don't agree with the man. So uh, what are your thoughts on this match? <laughs> yes, I'm... yes, I don't agree a lot with what you said. But... <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know, Sean Johnson, he has been, you know, he's been playing well. I think he's actually, like, in good form. He hasn't been in this good form, like, in a couple of years now. So I think that's good for him and the Sharks. But, you know, when I look at the Eels team, they have the two best starting front rowers, you know, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Paulo. You know, they just dominate every single week. And on the back of that, with Mitchell Moses just, you know, controlling the team around, you know, Eels will be too good. And I think they're going to smash the Sharks. So, yeah, easy Oof. game for Paris. Oosh, oosh. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts? It looks like they put Matty Mullen in, so obviously they weren't happy with whoever Townsend's replacement was last week. Can't remember. Uh, what are your 
Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on um, on this match? Uh, the game that Maddie Mullen and uh, Sean Johnson um, teamed up for earlier this year, um, I thought they both looked real well in the halves and looked like looked flawed their attack. Uh, I just let this know. I hate Para. Okay, so keep that in mind. <laughs> oh <laughs> wow! <laughs> so, Who does it? No, I'm, I'm I'm trying to keep I'm trying to keep my feelings out of it, but. Um, <laughs> Nah, don't break. Express yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, I think like yeah, like the Paris Paris uh, front row has been like on this year, but I think um, Braden um, Hamlin Ueli, he's been having a massive season. And Woodsy, um, even though he's trying to hide his hairline behind his headband, um, <laughs> is um, is looking good. So like uh, but young yeah, Ongo Sharks um, and I reckon the the Sharks back three. Um, underrated again. Um, there's um, what's his name, the Tongan kid, and um, the annoying someone kid. That's always oh, Kato. Like, you know, Kato and um, he is yeah. so underrated. I think yeah. he's one of the best wingers. He's very big time. And, and Mulitalo, like, like uh, they've been they getting hit, they've been getting hit, tackle breaks and um, line breaks <laughs> from, from the back. So, uh, on go Sharks. I think the Sharks get them here. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. And uh, we come to controversy corner again uh, for this match. I just feel like there's too many chops and changing in the um, in the Sharkies, and uh, I, I guess Eels team has been a bit more consistent. Um, yeah, so I think they're going to come away with it. I still think that um, there might be a chance for them to uh, like uh, dominate this game if their backs can get into it. This is the Sharks. Um, I like Sione uh, Katoa, man. He's a uh, like you said, underrated, and he's Really great finisher. So he doesn't need much or doesn't need anything. He just needs the ball. Um, and uh, I guess, yeah, he's just been playing so well. And then, you, but then you got Wagner Blake and Blake Ferguson and Seville. Uh, just too hard. But I'm going to go with the power this time. Um, it's going to be a great match. And we might find that it might be uh, closer than uh, last week's game against the Doggies, I reckon. So we'll go with the Eels with that one. Cool. So that's our um, tips for round 13. Are we happy with our tips, boys? It was, uh, I think we were a bit all over the joint, to be honest. Yeah, right. Um, well, I usually wouldn't sacrifice my tips because, bloody yeah, but um, there will be a lot of uh, tips that probably I wouldn't have made if I didn't have two beers. So, what a time. We digress and we continue. So, yeah, that's. Um, our tips for the week so hopefully uh you don't take any of our tips for those who are listening we don't know what we're talking about we just people who just like rugby league uh shout out to everyone who's in the um in the chat too uh so let's get on with some discussion topics so i guess are we are we going to do the cook islands language week um one tj do you want to do it or you have to wait what you're the man nice. anyways it's cook islands language week um, and I guess uh, what I wrote down here is if we could get, if you could give us a word and a meaning and use it in a sentence. So um, I can't, but um, or maybe if you know anything, can you give us a little bit of history on what it's about? The Cook Islands language week, if you know, or sorry um, to put you on the spot. No, that's all good, bro. So I think at the moment there's a real push for. Um, for Cook Islanders that are outside of Cook Islands to, to really uh, start learning the language. Um, I think a study was done recently and they reckon that in the next 10, 20 years, or might even be less than that, 
that the actual Kukana language will be dead. So I know um, the the Ministry of of Culture and Education and all that back home, they're they're really trying to push um, for more education and and more learning around the Kukalan the Kukalan language. So um, you know, for, for all you people that laugh at me when I listen to Kukalan music, that's why I listen to it, so I don't lose my language. <laughs> like you. Mr. Nicholas. <laughs> nah, I like the Kukalan music. What do you mean, bro? Brother love all day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, nah, like, ah, uh, man. There's one I want to say, but I'm quite weary of who's watching and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to swear. So, you know, you know us, man. Uh, when they, when we're given the opportunity to teach our language, the first thing we do is we teach them the swear words. So. <laughs> I was going to, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> what's your word? <laughs> So uh, look, I'll I'll keep it, you know, keep it nice and simple. Um, you know, it's one that we all know. It's kiorana. So kiorana means hello. So if I use it in the sentence, kiorana get ato katoto, and that just means kiorana to all of us. And you sound so cool when you talk Kukala, man. That's crazy. <laughs> um, for me, um, the word that I've chosen is kitty. <laughs> so although although many people are laughing immature people um what the word means it means friend so often you hear the cook islands if they don't know someone's name or um if they've just met you for the first time friend. it's like bro but the, like also say sole or also you know the tongue say toko the maori say cherma bro we say kitty so we say hey kitty and that just means a friend it's a term of endearment so if you were to use it in a sentence if you were to use it in a sentence shout out to all the cookies that are in the live stream please don't at me but yeah um but if you use it in a sentence say oh nice to meet you kitty <laughs> nah, I don't even know how to use it in a sentence. <laughs> hey kitty, what are you doing here so yeah yeah that's um that's my uh cook island language uh, hey, that's um, not that. sorry just real quick man uh Shout out to one of the boys, Junior Mulianga. Junior Mulianga's on, Ray. What's up, Moose? What's up, that man? Sounds, sounds like an actual rugby player. Is that a... Who, who is that? One of the boys? <laughs> no, my man never played rugby in school, but I love you, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yes, that, that, that was my word. Uh, what's your... Do you have a word, Ato? Or... I was going to say what uh, TJ said. That's all right. Because we're, we're plastic, bro. We don't really know language, and we're, we felt uh, like disconnected because we didn't learn the the real growing up over here in Melbourne. Eh? So yeah, it's a bit different for us. Um, what about you, Kura? Did you have a word? Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna think of one now. It's something that we all like, and uh, that Kukani word is kite. Yeah. Uh, food. It just translates to English as food. So uh, I guess to put it in a uh, uh, in a sentence, probably a weird one, was I do my kai kai, which means to come and eat. Oh, well, it's <laughs> just stupid sometimes. It means food. If that makes sense, yeah. You get my drift. And then if you were to use all of our words in a sentence, you'd be like, Kia ora na e kiri, aru mai kai. Oh! <laughs> not bad, man. Not, not bad. Oh, did you have a word or did you know any words in the Kukana language, my bro? Come on, Ray. I taught you pretty well, man. Yeah, bro. Um, I didn't have one, but I want like, to make a special sh- shout out to all the Kukana aunties and mums out there. You guys make the best potato salad and it's not close, bro. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, I used to always pull up to TL and stuff just for that. Like, the barbecues. <laughs> miss all the meat, miss everything. Bro, no one does it better, bro. Shout out to all the aunties and the mums out there. Cook out yeah, aunties. bro. And uh, the, the potato salad he's talking about is the manis. And pretty much, I don't know why we call it manis, because the main ingredient is mayo. Mayonnaise, <laughs> I don't know. It's Islanders, bro. And when you see the signs, they all spell it different. Some spell it mayonnaise, or some spell it like M I N U S, like minus. Huh? So, must, must be Islanders. <laughs> but, um, yeah, TJ, like you said before, I feel like, yeah, we have been a bit disconnected from our identity, and language is a huge part of it. I guess um, maybe Ray can touch on it a little bit. Samoan culture and Tongan culture, when you grow up, you learn your language from when you're young all the way up and i've seen that in friends that i've grown up with too and when they come to work they can already uh, sorry when they come to school and stuff they could already speak their language and uh like being a melbourne born or australian born cook Islander, we weren't uh, like taught our language growing up we were taught to speak you know the white man's language so like what are your thoughts on that quickly before we move on you right me yeah right um i don't know I don't want to get out of the rabbit hole. Uh, TJ knows me, um, but I think it's, I think it's such an important thing. I don't think it's a thing for people to uh, carry with shame that they don't know their language. Um, but man, where, wherever there's an opportunity to learn your language and to hold on to it, try that, and and where you can pass it on to our kids, because uh, because I, I feel like we're in most Pacific Islanders, not just Cook Islands, uh, most Pacific Islands are in a different space where. A lot of us are first of our generation, so all of our parents or maybe um, were born on the islands, were raised that way, but we're the first to be born away from the islands, and so um, I guess we're like we play like in fifty years time we'll we'll see whether we did we did a good job of passing our culture on, whether we didn't. Um, I feel like even in the Samoan culture, like I know a lot of Samoans don't speak Samoan. But I, I think we're in danger of um, raising our kids um, and they not identifying as someone or not having anything to hold on to that. Um, but like, yeah, not to go down the rabbit hole, but that's why it's massive for the Europeans um, to make it illegal in New Zealand for, and not just New Zealand, everywhere where they went and colonized um, to yeah. take away the language first. Because they knew if you could take away your language, they could take away your identity. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, not to go down rabbit holes, but it's, it's so important, it's massive. Well put. And yeah, I reckon that was well put too. And it's pretty much as simple as that, eh? Like you said, they take away our language, then we don't know what, who we are and where we come from. And we've lost a little bit of that, especially us Australian-born um, Islanders. We just need to get back to it. So, cool. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, and then we'll go to our next uh, segment of that. Uh, we're going to talk about our favourite or um, Cook Island athletes. So um, I'll let you, TJ, start. It doesn't have to be a famous person. It can be a local person, you know, too. But, um, yeah, trying to trying to keep it cookie. So who who might this be for you? Uh, so, man, there's there's a lot that comes to mind. Um, but I guess one of the standouts for me is, um, she, she's actually a cousin of mine, um, Api Tapuki. So she um, she represented the Cook Islands, uh, <clears throat> sorry, she represented the Cook Islands in Discus and Shotput, I think it was. Um, at the peak of her career, she was tipped to beat, um, and Ray will know who she is too, uh, one of the New Zealand ladies. So apparently in competition, like if anyone was going to be there, it would have been Api. Um, whether that happened or not, I don't know. I think she retired before Api got the chance to, to actually compete against her. 
But um, yeah, I'm going with Api Tapukiman, and I think to this day she's still competing. I just don't know whether she's um competing internationally anymore. Okay. But um, yeah, that's that's who I'd go with, man. Um, and just for if we go for someone famous, um, Rennie Ranger, best best Kukalan center ever, hands down. If anyone's <laughs> going to debate about it, jump in the comments and we'll talk about it there. But that's yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> Rennie Ranger, bro, all day. Yeah. Um, Ethel. Actually, let's do that. You gave us a local person and a famous person, so or, or well-known person. So, uh, Ethel, who who are yours? Oh, so do I have to pick a local and? Uh... Yeah, if you if you can, can do both. Otherwise, you can do one. All up to you, bro. I didn't really like, you know, really look at this question and decide. Well, you know, with the local, you know, one person. I'd mention would probably be, you know, my cousin Ta, you know, a lot of people know her. She's played a lot of rugby, like rep rugby. She's represented the Cooks. And then she's done a lot. She, I think last year she went over to Japan, but she's back now. So, yeah, she's been, you know, traveling a lot. She's been working <clears> with the Rebels too. So she's done a lot for that. And, you know, she's cookie. So that's one I'd mention and, Another person who's from Melbourne too, and he's doing well on the big stage, you know, Trevor. Yeah, bro. Trevor, yeah. And his first star he made in the Super Rugby Team of the Week. You know, and this week I hear he got man of the match for that Rebels win on the weekend. The so, Wolves, yeah. so, yeah, big ups to him, you know. We're all proud of you, bro. So, yeah, those are my two that I've talked about. Yeah, nice, bro. Um, I forgot to mention uh, when he debuted, I wanted to talk about Trevor that week. But, yeah, again, special mentions to you, bro. Shout out to you. Love everything that you've been doing. Uh, continue to make the Rebels proud. And um, all of the family are proud of you, too. Uh, Kura, so uh, this is cool. Uh, shout out to everyone who's on the live stream, too. Kura, um, who are some of your favourite Cook Island athletes? Either local yeah. or famous or both? Yeah, um, I've got one. Uh, it's probably somebody I remember when I was younger. Um, he was of uh, Cook Island heritage, and his name he goes by the name of Matt Rua. Uh, Matt Rua used to be um, uh, an NRL player. Um, I think he started his career um, at Manly, but then um, ended up signing uh, with the Storm uh, when the Storm established itself in the NRL competition. Uh, he ended up getting a run in the in 1999, and then ended up uh, helping Storm win that grand final as well. Uh, but Matt, I, I remember Matt Roy, um when I was at school because when I used to play in the rugby league galas uh, during school, he'd always be one of the guys that'd be helping out with the uh, with the Storm, and usually the Storm ran these rugby galas uh, for the schools, and uh, I always had seen him uh, helping out, and not just that, but he was always. Um, I uh, always seen him around uh, one of Jason's uncles, Uncle Numa. Uh, <laughs> a, a bit, and, um, Shout out to Uncle always, Numa. Uh, yeah. He was always like, um, I guess, helping out with uh, community things with um, with mm. Uncle Numa, seeing as Uncle Numa is uh, a very um, uh, community uh, man. So, yeah, I think uh, that, that that's my player. Uh, my cook on player is uh, Matt Rua. He was also, uh, he also represented the Kiwis um, at the international level as well uh, a few times. Yeah, nice, bro. And uh, Ray, uh, did you have any? Uh, I know there's not many, but did you have any Cook Island athletes that you know uh, that you liked, either famous or local? Um, 
So yeah, being a being a Cowdens boy growing up in, in South Auckland very well. Um and just from watching Sevens probably Kuyatu Kuyatu. Um yeah, like there would be you know how you just had teams where you just watched for one guy? Because you're like, oh, this guy is a, like take people's ankles. Like, not to be sad, I never watched the Cook Islands game to see whether they're going to win or lose. I just watched this to see, like, watch this guy like take people's yeah. ankles crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before, before Benji, before Sean, like he was out, out there like early two thousands, like taking people's ankles for years. So yeah. Nice, bro. And the Koyatu Koyatu was actually my pick too for my famous Cook Island rugby uh, player that I like and enjoyed watching um, growing up alongside Kura. Um, for local, oh, there's so many local Cook Islanders, especially just here in Melbourne, that you could name. Um, like a few that come to mind is Romeo. For those who don't know, we all grew up with Romeo. Uh, he's an athlete. He's pretty much, he can do everything. He's strong. Um, and you underestimate him because he's just, he's just short. But he's strong, he's fast, he's fit, and uh, he ended up playing SG. Not getting into his history, but he was one person that I really liked, enjoyed growing up. But um, the people, I'm going to pick actually a, a brother and sister combo, um, and that's uh, Justin and Ashley Master. <laughs> so um, they're family with us, uh, of us, of ours, sorry. And they've shown their amazing talents in rugby, um, both rugby league and rugby union, but have cemented their careers in rugby union. Um, both making uh, 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 like rep teams in for the Rebels, um, Melbourne Rising, both playing for their countries and Australia with Ashley playing for Australia. So um, it just shows that, like you know, it, there's not many of us Cook Islanders who can make it um, like further, like in a sporting career. And I guess uh, they could be uh, good uh, role models for those. Uh, coming up, and now we're try- starting to see more and more Cook Islanders in general getting through and making it through, and it's because of people like them that have people to look up to in order for them to do it. So yeah, shout-outs to Justin and Ashley Masters. I saw Ashley in the in the live stream earlier too, so shout-out to you. Uh, thank you for everything that you do for Cook Island Sports, and yeah, wish you all well in your future careers. So that was our um, favourite Cook Island athletes. Some of them you might know, some of them you might not. Uh, maybe, maybe go look them up um, and yeah, and learn, learn a bit about them. But yeah, Koyati Koyati, the man. Uh, there was probably some that we missed out too, but there's <laughs> like Jordan Rapana, Joey Manu, this Brad Takairangi, even his sister Kiana. Um, mm. and there's heaps. Uh, cool. So, next uh, discussion topic, we can get it to. Um, uh, do you want to talk about the Panthers? Panthers in red hot form. What are our thoughts, boys? TJ? Too much, man. Too hot. Can't see them losing this week. Um, just, yeah. On paper, good team. On the field, good team. Nothing else to say, really. Yeah, bro. What about you, Ethel? Any thoughts on the Panthers? Top, uh, do you reckon they're going to come away with the minor premiership, maybe? or? Uh, I, don't, I don't think they will. I think you know, they're due for a few losses before the season ends. But, you know, in terms of their team, like, finding, like, Apisau Korosau, you know, has given their team, like, a massive boost. He's been <laughs> so massive for them, both attack and defensively this year. So he was he was a big sign-up for them for this year. You know, their forward pack, I think they've all grown. Like, in the past, some of these forwards that are stepping up now, like, they sort of been like 
you know, underperforming a lot. They haven't been at their best, but this year, I think, like, Fisher-Harris moved from lock to prop, and he's playing well. Isaiah Yo moved from second row to lock, and, like, that sort of worked for them, and just having, like, off the bench, just having Moses Leoda and, uh, and Zayn Bunnell back there off the bench just gives their forwards, you know, just a whole new dimension off the bench, and, yeah, the team is just too good, and Nathan Cleary is, like, probably the best number seven in the game now. <laughs> For oh, in my opinion, he's the best halfback. But yeah, the team's crazy, and you know they'll be top four for sure. But yeah, they're gonna be a team to watch out for coming, you know, in the finals when the finals come around. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you too, bro. Shout out to everyone in the live stream. Tanisha, Scratch, uh, Nehan is in there. The five string is uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Robbie. Uh, oh, get it, Rob. How's it going, bro? Kirana. Um, yeah, uh, what are your thoughts on the um, on the Panthers, my broker? Uh, look, uh, Clear is playing out of the skin, man, and uh, he's showing his boys around the paddock pretty well. Jerome Lula as well, he's probably having the best uh, season of his career. Um, but yeah, there's uh, also some forwards that are um, doing the little things right, doing all those little one percenters and um, doing doing their their job and playing their role. And um, because of that, go forward. Um, the, their backs have been able to uh, finish off pretty easily. I know that uh, the Panthers have had uh, a few changes and swaps in the uh, in their backline with the wingers and stuff like that, having uh, a few of them getting injured. But um, man, they still um, are staying composed. And, um, yeah, anything can happen. Whether they're uh, going to keep their top spot um, uh, for the rest of the season. Yeah, bro. And Ray, this uh, Panthers team is actually quite young. Uh, like minus source and maybe James Tamo. Like, what are your thoughts on, on the Panthers? That, that, that's that's all right, yeah. Um, I don't think they've got enough guys that have been there, done that. Um, they brought in they, they brought in a few senior players um, in the off-season. Um, no, yeah, I, I, I don't see them going far into, in the playoffs. So I see them... I see them dropping their first two games. I wouldn't be surprised if they dropped their first two games. I kind of think... Sorry to bring Para back into this. I think them and Para are on the same boat. Um, but same thing with the Raiders. The Raiders had a really young team, went deep in the finals, lost lost deep in the finals, came back the following year, went to a grand final. I think both Para and the Panthers are about one season off from getting getting to the big dance. So, but yeah, I think, I think they didn't have enough players that have been there, done that. Uh, even though they've got, like, Nathan's played in the State of Roger or whatnot. Um, yeah, there's something, there's something different about putting together three three games in the finals or four games in the finals um, that there's high intensity every single every single week in the, in the playoffs. I think you're either made for it or you're not, and I don't see them. No. Yeah, bro. And I agree with you. I guess, yeah, you, they need that a bit more experience. And uh, at the moment, they're probably... Uh, they might take the foot off the pedal since they've been thrashing teams. So we don't want that to happen. Uh, maybe this week, yes, against the Raiders, so we can be on the top. But, uh, yeah, we don't wish that upon any other team except for the Broncos. So let's go. <laughs> um, the next topic I wrote ready is Doggies got robbed on the weekend. Let's get straight to Kuda. What are your thoughts on that? On that? No, nah, look, I don't, I don't agree. I think um, Doggies had every opportunity to challenge that. They uh, even the ref even told them like if you want to challenge it, challenge it. 
they didn't take that opportunity. So that was an opportunity lost for them. So I don't really see that being robbed or yeah. that being the only call that kind of affected um, uh, the way they played. I think um, Parramatta ended up defending pretty well and um, held off uh, the doggies enough for the, uh, the end of the game, really. Yeah, bro. What are your thoughts on the match, uh, Ethel? Yeah, I, I am with Kura. You know, the doggies, they had the chance to challenge it, but they didn't. And, you know, it's, it's not the Eels' fault. Like, they can't, you know, tell the ref to look at the try. Like, the doggies <laughs> got to do it themselves. Like, you know, if they want the court, they got to actually out. They should have challenged it. But, but again, uh, at the end of the game, I think it was... I think it was a draw and had a penalty like 10 metres from the line or something. I forgot what it was. And Aiden told me he just tapped the ball and he tried to score a try when they could have, like, they could have took the two points and they could have, you know, got in front. I don't think they, the two points, you know, would have got them the win, but they would have put them in a position where they did put the Eels, like, under pressure. But, yeah, you know, there's other moments that can define the game. And, you know, the doggies, they can't just... You know, blame it all on this one event that happened. Was they could have challenged it, but they didn't. But yeah, it's done. It's finished, and yeah, it's not a rob for me. <laughs> You're right, though. It comes down to experience, and obviously, like you said, they could have taken the two, but the lack of experience probably just didn't get them to make the uh, right decision at that time. Uh, do you have any thoughts on on that uh, match, uh, Ray, between uh, the doggies and the uh, and the Eels? No, but um, to be honest, I, I missed most of the match. I only watched the highlights. I didn't see uh, the play close. Uh, but seeing, seeing that uh, it was Doggies and Parramatta, I won't say the Doggies were robbed. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Oh, yeah, robbery, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what about you, TJ? What are your thoughts? Oh, look, I didn't catch the game, but I will say if you're rolling the ball the wrong way and giving it to the opposition, then you deserve to lose. Man. <laughs> That's play of the year, mate. <laughs> exactly. So, and yeah, the, man. <laughs> and the worst thing, DWC is going to have to live with that for the rest of his life because people are just going to use that over and over again. Like, how stupid can he be? But, anyways. I won't uh, get into that. Uh, <laughs> let's move to the next topic um, Storm. Uh, so I saw, I saw an interesting article. Uh, they asked, um, the, so they've been having the home games at Sunny Coast, and they asked if they could cap the crowds at that match. They noticed that even though um, the venue did adhere to the social distancing rules in, um, like, cap capacity-wise in, um, in, sorry, in Queensland, they were less than 50%, but the way they were sitting around the fields, it was, um, like, to storm were a bit worried because they weren't like, you know, following the proper distancing protocols or whatever. So they asked that even though they, they had a cap at under 50%, they wanted 1000 less than that. So a lot of people had their tickets refunded for whatever game was coming up next or something like that. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Since, you know, there's, we've just moved into stage four. Um, do you think the storm just don't want us to feel bad because we can't go to those games so they just want to make sure that they're doing the right things outside of Victoria or what are your thoughts? I'll go with you Ethel first I don't don't, don't really care no way like I didn't really read up a lot on this yeah I didn't even actually know it happened until you mentioned it earlier <laughs> but 
Yeah, I don't know where. Like, I don't know if it's. I don't think like. I do know like they feel for us as fans. You know, being in Victoria, we can't be there as fans to support them and be at their games. But I don't think like what they're saying has got to do with anything like about you know feeling sorry for us back here for what we're dealing with. Yeah, I'm not too sure how, like, what to say about it, but, you know, if the crowds aren't following the rules and that's what they saw and that's how they wanted to approach it, then that's up to them. But, yeah, I don't really know what to say on that. And, yeah, I don't really like talking about those things, but that's <laughs> my opinion. Yeah. No, but you're right, though. And it's, uh, I think maybe they're just trying to do it so they keep the bubble safe because, you know, family members of those who are playing in the NRL aren't allowed to do anything that the NRL players aren't allowed to do. So it must be a way to keep that bubble clean, I guess, in a way. Uh, do any of you boys have any thoughts on it, Kuda? Uh, look, uh, I think... Um... I think just Storm are just trying to set an example, uh, hoping that, um, you know, um, all of this can can kind of stop. We're, we're all kind of going for a hard time at the moment with um, what's been going on with the pandemic. And I guess they're just doing their part to kind of help out. But um, my honesty, who, who cares, man? Like, you're, you're there to play footy. You're not there to worry about them. And I think um, they should just worry about playing the footy and, just get it over and done with, man. Yeah, nice, bro. Right? Is it a stay in your lane situation or? Um, I don't know. I think it's heaps of things. Like most things in life, optics is everything. Like perception is everything. And so, um, like you said, it wasn't so much they were breaking the rules as that they were looking like they were breaking the rules. Yeah. And so uh, the storm have already been caught cheating a few times. So. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening to the show. We're gonna go. DJ, what the hell is this, mate? Bro, I told no, you, no. buddy. I told you. I thought you told him, bro. No, you can't bank the stop now. No, just kidding. But no, but on, but no, it's, I think it's the optics thing, and and they're and they're the only Victorian team, and Victoria's in lockdown. Um, and so yeah, perceptions, everything, and so not they're breaking rules, but because they look like they're breaking the rules, they look like they've got two books. On the <laughs> no, you guys in Parramatta all good if you guys had two um books where you guys kept your guys. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, DJ, what are your thoughts on this? Not, not on the salary cap, we're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about the bubble, mate. Right, shout out to the uh, roosters of their salary cap as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bro, I think uh, I'm in agreement with Kuro, eh? like, bro, you're there to play footy. Whatever happens out, you know, whatever happens off the field, you shouldn't be worrying about that. Like, my question would be, bro, who has the time to look at the crowd, man? You know, who, who from the Melbourne Storm coaching staff and everything has the time to look at the crowd and bloody judge what they're doing? You should be there for your team, man. Focus on your team. Because no, we kept on waiting for the, the goals, eh? Because there are Karens out here emailing the NRL. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the real reason why. <laughs> Wait, who's saying the cap is it? Is it Cameron Smith? Because, like, I don't understand if it was Cameron Smith because he was off the game majority. So he was probably uh, watching the crowd. It was bloody, <laughs> belly, it was bloody uh, bellyache. He mentioned it in his press conference. Just saying, what? yeah, I don't think I don't think these the, everyone on those hills are looking like they're sitting close to each other and all that stuff. So. Uh, I think I think it's a 
like the bro said, yeah, perspective is the big thing. And this, I think if you're a Storm fan, you see it differently. But if you're like for other teams like you guys, then you guys would see it from a different angle. So, yeah, bro, perspective, yeah, bro. Perspective. Yeah, if this was the Titans talking about the crowd, you know, you might have a different view on it. So, yeah, perspective. You're right. Nah, at, at the Titans home field, they didn't um, cap it because they can't even feel 50%. So. <laughs> <laughs> so they said, nah, everywhere else, but except the Titans, they can go 100%. <laughs> well, they can try. They just left it open. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. Um, See, my stadium's been empty for years. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, did anyone do an injury report? Did you end up um, getting some... I think, uh, let's together, Apple? <laughs> uh, not really, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, sorry, we didn't have to go down. All good then. Um, but yeah, Cameron Smith, he got injured by scoring a try. Why did it, um, bloody Kenny Bromwich, why didn't he pass it to Josh out of the car? Like, if he did, then we wouldn't have lost Cameron Smith. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think after all those tackles he's made and all the years he's been playing, he got injured by scoring a try? Sounds stupid. What, what are your thoughts, Apple? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm with you. Like, when I saw that play, like, the whole time I was screaming, like, he had Adoka, like, probably the fastest player in the NRL. <laughs> you have the oldest player in your inside, most games. And there was still a defender coming across, and he almost got caught, too, at the end there. Yeah. So, everyone's obvious, obviously would have passed to Adoka, but I don't know what was going through Kenny's mind, but. Cameron Smith got there in the end and unfortunately cost him his shoulder too. So, yeah, that was unfortunate. But, yeah, man, I don't know why the hell in the world you would pass it to Cameron Smith over Josh Adokar. I know. My, my sake was mainly because I had Josh Adokar in my anytime try scorer and no one had Cameron Smith. But, anyways, we move on. <laughs> uh, uh, Kura, the GOAT, he got injured by scoring a try. What the hell does that mean? Uh, I think he deserved it, really. Yeah, bones are getting a bit brittle, so I can understand if he's uh breaking a few bones now. Uh, it's probably expected. He's in the mm. back end of his career, but uh, he's not playing like it. But uh, yeah, look, it is what it is, and I hope he's out uh, for the next couple of weeks because I know that Paris got the storm in the next couple of weeks, so it'll be good and interesting if he's not playing. Mm. Easy game for us. Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts, um, Bryce, Ray? Um, shout out to Kenny, another real JC boy. JC, um, that's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, bro, that's how you raised him, bro. Uh, and, uh, yeah, same thing, should have gone out to Foxy, but uh, decided to go outside. And I'm kind of I'm a bit like, I'm kind of happy he got injured. Um, <laughs> wow, the goat, eh? Let's go. No, but uh, saying that um, I'd rather got injured that way then getting knocked out by Sonny Bill like Andrew Brown so like, oh yeah true it's not too bad all the, all, all the goats need to get injured at some point so that's it, that's it. you got any thoughts on this um, Teach before we move on nah man I think uh, Kenny finally realised his captain's a grub so he set him up wow <laughs> wow <laughs> Anyways, go chat. We won't get into go chat because we'll be here all day talking about um, the stuff. <laughs> um, I had an, I saw another interesting article too. David Rapita saying that he didn't want to play under Seabold. I don't know if anyone saw that. 
Uh, his main uh, reason why is I don't actually kind of remember what I wrote down for what was his main reason why. Does anyone else know why? Just quickly off the top. Nah, man. I didn't even see that one, bro. I think it was something to do with his family um, that they didn't like something that Seabold does or something like that. Um, uh, yeah, something about um, the, the Warriors boys were promised um, basically the NRL and like uh, coaches and stuff making promises that they kind of knew they couldn't keep and they were kind of just hoping that by by that by that deadline that they'd given the Warriors players that the border restrictions were going to loosen. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But no, nah, Victoria went into Liverpool and everything fell apart and they weren't able to get, no, nah, they weren't able to get the boys' family members over. And so oh, okay. I think, yeah, I think uh, last week, yeah, the boys were like, now nah, off, we're home. Uh, because I think for, I don't know if he just had a baby or whether his wife's or whether his partner's about to give birth, but um, no, nah, I, I kind of blame the whole Warriors, um, the whole from top to top to bottom, they dropped the ball everywhere. Never should have fired Steve Kearney. Like they should have fired him a year ago, but not in the middle of, not in the middle of the season. That was horrible, bro. <laughs> Stephen Kearney. Yeah, that was sad. What happened to him? I don't know what the reasoning was that. And then just everything else that's happened to them. We talked about the Warriors before, saying that we appreciate everything that they've done for the competition, especially this year. Um, but it's just so sad to see everything unfold the way it has. Hopefully they can bounce back stronger next year. Um, another quick topic was uh, Brad Arthur. I saw an article that he asked his team whether they deserve to sing, uh, sing the team song after the match. Um, we don't all have to go into it, but Kura, what, were you, what was your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, we were speaking about this before, and I just said, like, look, it's only like 30 seconds to a minute the song goes for, or celebration goes for, so, um, look, doesn't really matter. You bang it out and then get it over and done with, and there's another week to prepare for. So, he's a like, he's a pretty hard coach, eh? If he yeah, has that pretty, mentality, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty serious. Like he he's definitely a coach that wants to win, and um, he's kind of um, addressed that like over the past couple of years. He probably hasn't had the uh, the playing squad to kind of get him to where he wants him uh, wants the team to be. But um, I think now that we do have that squad. Um, and we're able to uh, lock in and re-sign a few boys that um, um, he's pretty serious and he, he really wants to win this time with the yeah. squad that we've got at the moment. Yeah, nice. Uh, shout out to everyone who's in the live stream. Thank you for watching. we got uh, Paul, Javone, um, Ricky, Otarika and Elijah. Shout out to you. Um, what else? Let's move quickly. Um, Israel Folau, not kneeling during the Black Lives Matter protest um, before the game. So before the Catalans and St. Helens um, game, everyone knelt um, like, like a one-minute silence or whatever they do, and he chose to stand up. And the reason why, I read in an article, he said that he doesn't kneel before anyone besides God. So he's um, shown that uh, in the article, they wrote it that it was his fanatical religious beliefs I feel like he's just like anyone else who believes in what they believe in. Um, they just make it overboard just because of what's happened with him and what's transpired over the last year or so with his uh, rugby transgressions, I guess. Um, what are your thoughts on people like just standing up for what they believe in? I'll start off with you, TJ. Bro, um, this is one of those, I guess, one of those subjects that we can go on forever. Uh, but for me personally, man, I think if you if you believe in something and you believe it's right, 
um, then you should stand for it, man. Uh, there was one article I saw just going through basketball. So um, three other players. So it's all them now because, um, you know, obviously for Black Lives Matter, one of them didn't, and that was because his dad served in the army. So he, um, you know, he stood because to pay respects to his dad for serving in the army and for the flag, while the other two knelt for Black Lives Matter. But, um, you know, there was no disrespect there or anything. Like, they all had their reasons for doing what they did. And, you know, all three of them were pretty much embracing each other anyways. So, um, man, for me, big ups to Israel. Um, I know, like you said, he's copped a lot of flack lately for mm -hmm. his um, for his faith. But, again, you know, um, this is something that we could talk about for, for ages. But just to cut it short, um, you know, if if your faith is as strong as you say it is, and, you know, you, sh you should be standing up for what you believe in. Um, and that, that goes across to, to everybody, not just in religion, but in anything. If you believe strongly in something, then, bro, by all means, you do you and I'll do me. Yeah, nice. And, Bray, what are your thoughts on this? Like, Catalan's <laughs> backed Israel and his decision saying that, you know, although they know what's happening in the world, um, everyone's entitled to their own opinion and what they believe in. So it was good to see that, the, that his own team backed him in his decision. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Sorry, can you come to me? Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. Um, TJ's known me for ages. So as a Christian, um, dad's pastor and everything. Um, so I think, I don't know, like um, like, like you were saying before, um, some people express their Christianity or, the, or their beliefs um, and sometimes they leave space for open dialogue to have a conversation. Um, even like I've never seen them in a, um, like address the media and be open to having that discussion, but not to, not to judge them or anything, but for, for anyone listening, anyone out there that thinks otherwise, um, I just, I reckon if Jesus was here, he would have been kneeling. As simple as that. True. That's interesting, my bro. Uh, Kura, what are your thoughts on this uh, matter? Yeah, look, it's not a topic I, I, I want to talk about, but um, look, I think TJ's touched base on what I was kind of thinking of and um, Look, I, I just think like it's your faith and whatever you believe in. It's just like us. We have our faith in what we believe in and you follow what you believe in. And at the end of the day, if it doesn't go the way that you want, it doesn't. It doesn't happen. So, yeah, you just kind of follow what you believe in and yeah. it is what it is at the end of the day. <clears throat> yeah, bro. And, yeah, I don't know why they make a big deal about it too. It's just, it's just media, propaganda, all that trash and rubbish um at all don't know if you have any thoughts on this before we move on but what if you do what are your what are your thoughts i just quickly uh, think you know you're spot on jason when you mentioned about like israel falau has been a lot like you know the last year or the year before the all the trouble he's been through because of his beliefs i think you know if this was a different player you know like you might have seen one photo after the game, just one post after the game, and you know it would have just been done after that day. You would never see it coming to the media, the media. But because it's Israel Falau, and they know, like, you know, the media, they can get a lot out of this. So you know, they're probably harder than on him than they would be on <clears throat> anyone else. But like, yeah, like we've seen it in the NBA, you know, players, you know, not kneeling, just standing up during the anthem. But like, yeah, it's like what you guys said. If you believe in something, then, you know, you should stand for it 100%. But, 
Yeah, that's that's how I see it. You know, Ezra Falau, he's someone, you know, he's a big target that they can get. So maybe that's why they're a bit hard on him and, you know, spreading this news a lot wider than they would for anyone else. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And in saying that too, I just don't like it when they paint it in a negative way, when he's just standing up for what he believes in as much as everyone else does. Cool. Um, just to finish off, we got a few more. Uh, I'll go with you, TJ. We spoke about it quickly, but we've got AJ Brimson. His return. Uh, yep. His back's looking fine, mate. Um, just quickly, I picked him to have a great year at the start of the year. Um, he was in my fantasy team, but he didn't end up getting to start because he got injured in preseason, so or, or whatever the training was, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like fantasy-wise, he didn't have a good game, but he did actually have a good game um, last week. Um, how do you think uh, this is going to affect the team going forward for now and in the future? Uh, I think it. Um, I think it sets us. It puts us in a really good position to know that we have our fullback back. Um, Corey Thompson did really well when he transitioned the cross. But that being said, I think it just adds another dimension to our game as well. Um, and if anything, it's it's a good problem to have for for Holbrook. Like now he's got options. You know, he can either put um, he can put Thompson at the back or AJ Brimson. It doesn't matter because you know you know both of them will turn up and do their job. So um, I'm I'm happy he's back. I think he come back a bit too early for my liking, but. Um, you know, I'm not a strength and conditioning coach, so <laughs> he's there, he's <laughs> on the field. So, um, you know, my fingers crossed he makes it through to the end of the season. But, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's back. Yeah, nice. Um, Ray, anyone else have any thoughts on um, on AJ Brimson making a big return? No, don't watch the address team. <laughs> hey, what about you, Ethel? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, like TJ said, you know, massive coming back. You know, I had big reps on them. You know, before this year, like from last year, you know, from the first glimpses I've seen him playing, you know, I think, you know, he's been in like discussion last year for Origin. I think he was a part of the Queensland camp or something like that. But he's like an up and coming rising star and you have big reps for him. And I hope he, you know, stays out of injury. You know, he can be injury free and hopefully he can improve and, hope he becomes a great player because, yeah, I really like watching him. He's one of my fair young players. So, yeah, it's good to have him back in the league. Yeah, nice, bro. Um, we had a few other things to talk about, um, but I think we'll finish it off there. I think we've nearly been on going on two hours, boys. So uh, I've really enjoyed this episode. Um, I guess time flies when you're having fun, mate. And um, <laughs> before we end it, I'd like to say thank you to the bro Ray for jumping on. Um, Thanks for having me, boys. Talk, uh, this is a funny way of meeting someone like over Skype for the first time or <laughs> Zoom. But hopefully, if you're ever in Melbourne or if we're ever in Sydney, we can all meet up, get together, have a beverage, go watch the footy maybe. Um, it can't happen until for another six weeks until we get out of this bloody restrictions. If you know anyone that can sneak us across the border, please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Just to watch one game, at least one game. Um, but yeah. Uh, Thank you for everyone who jumped in the live stream. Um, we did have a lot of people commenting and all that. I couldn't get through them because we already had our discussion topic set. So, but I appreciate everyone uh, for watching. Um, this was the first, I guess, official episode for the Six Again show. So it's crazy. We've got a cool name now. So hopefully uh, we can come up with some sort of theme song. So I don't have to keep playing my trash run for my podcast. Um, <laughs> I hope um, all of our tips get up. Um, 
obviously some of us will be losers some of us will be winners but <laughs> as long as we enjoy it and have fun right that's the main thing isn't it uh thank you for everyone who watched again um make sure you subscribe to um actually i'll plug the bros podcast in quickly um tj do you want to just say something something quick about your t- um, podcast before we close off yeah man um if you guys have nothing to listen to, just quickly jump on Spotify. It's called the uh, Keep It Simple podcast. Um, it's mainly about uh, it's revolved around mental health. Um, you know, especially with all with everything that's happening in the world today, uh, it's just a platform for us as as Pacific Islanders to to share our stories. And I believe that um, you know, we have a lot to share. We don't always have to listen to the white man and um, listen to their stories. You know, some of us have some really good stories and points to share out. So. Um, yeah, jump on, have a listen. Um, if you don't like it, send me a message so you so I know that you don't like it and uh, <laughs> I can work on changing it up. <laughs> but apart from that, yeah, so keep it simple. That's the name of the podcast and hopefully you guys enjoy the content, man. Yeah, nice. Maybe we'll get together and we'll do an episode so everyone can know what it's about. I feel like <laughs> I, I should include it in the episode because we keep talking about it at the end. I'm sorry. Uh, that's my bad. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Keep It Simple Podcast. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, our Building Empires Podcast on Facebook. And um, yeah, I guess follow our content and we'll catch you next week uh, with uh, more exciting news about the NRL. So do we have a good show today, boys? Or all good? Everything all right? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, man. Thanks again for joining us, Ray, and thanks, everyone, for watching. Um, oh, oh, wait, hold on. What's going just, on? Uh, <laughs> so, backtrack to the episode where we spoke about how we fall in love with our teams. So, to all the people that watched that episode, if you want to know who Ray is, it's that guy right there. Oh, we yeah. Warriors fans. It's because of him. And that and that particular game that I don't support the Warriors anymore. Just saying, I just thought I'd put that out there. <laughs> Sorry, Ray, I had to do it. <laughs> no, it's okay. TJ's like TJ's like every other New Zealander living it right now. Just drop his shot. Maybe we win, bro. Don't try to get back on our walk, bro. My bad. <laughs> hey, That's I said why that. One of the bros, bro. I said that if uh, if I don't go for the storm, I'll be going for the Warriors. So if they do win, uh, I'm in that ship. You, uh, you, yeah, shot boys. <laughs> but yeah, nah. Thanks again. Cheers, thanks for um watching thanks, in here. Catch you later, bro. Shot boys. Shot boys. Cheers, everyone. Peace. See ya. Boys. See ya, boys. Peace. Yeah. Still on. That's a bit orcs. All right. There we go.